What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Brain Body Resilience, episode number 85. I'm your host, JPB. Today, I want to revisit resilience. And, you know, this comes in the face of multiple tragedies front and center in the last week. And seeing, you know, memes on the internet and hearing conversations about resilience and what that looks like and what that is for. And I want to throw my two pennies out here in the ring. I've seen memes with people like drowning and someone's like on the shoreline yelling, wow, you're so resilient. Good job. And then the caption goes on to talk about how, you know, I'm tired of being resilient. How about we make changes so we don't need this resilience. I also overheard a conversation with a couple of folks saying something similar, just that it's all too much and I'm tired of being resilient and I want to just be. And so I'm here to talk about why I chose resilience as a title for my business and why I choose to promote resilience and why I want to continue helping people build their own resilience. I think we confuse a lot of these things because we have a very unhealthy view of health and well-being and a and a severe lack of understanding of what those things actually are. I think a lot of the time we we confuse, you know, self-regulation with ignoring and suppressing. We confuse relaxation with um, avoiding coping. We we don't have a strong understanding of what these things are. And so I, again, want to lend my perspective here today. So for resilience, what it is not, I want to be very clear, it is not a way to keep going in the same manner and pretending that the world is not burning around you because it is. Things things are bad. There are a lot of bad things in a lot of places all around the world. It is not a hack to be more productive. It is not for promoting any kind of ideas that you just need to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and then just keep going. That is an idea that I heard so much of growing up, but it's missing the whole piece of addressing the thing that inspires the need for resilience in the first place. And it is not a way to measure yourself against others and compare in any way levels of resilience, which I have also seen people doing recently. Um, We never know what someone else is going through. We have no idea what someone else is going through outside of the story that we are making up about what they're going through that benefits our own worldview. And so... This is not a tool for comparison. It's not a tool for productivity. It is not a tool for just pretending like everything's okay. The definition of resilience that I most enjoy and pull from is returning to our original state. And as humans, the original state is of balance in your nervous system, which gives you the capacity for curiosity, for joy, for pleasure, empathy, compassion, trust in yourself and others. And when we're living in survival mode, we are filled with fear and our brains begin to look for a source of threat, even when that threat is coming from within. 
The brain needs an explanation, and so it starts to assign the label of threat to external sources. And this can be people or places or experiences. Bottom line, your primitive need for survival will overrule your rational brain when given the chance. Because survival is your your body, your brain, this human organism's ultimate goal. It's not happiness. It's not well-being. Those are things that we have to do. And so because we are inundated with information from around the world about all of the bad things that are happening, all of the tragedies, and our nervous system is not designed to know about the threat and all of the danger around the whole world, it is designed to know about and deal with the threat that is immediate to you in your physical space for, again, your survival. The world is more connected now. And we have advanced technology to the point where we are made aware of so much more than our nervous system is intended to process. And so this is why it's so important to create those joy buffers for the stress. Create that joy. Literally buffers against the stress in your brain. Complete the stress cycle with movement and breathing. Practice nervous system regulation throughout the day every couple of hours. And again, no self-regulation does not mean ignoring or suppressing the feelings and emotions that you are experiencing. That's kind of the opposite. And what's getting us into the perpetuated arousal state that keeps us in fear and shutdown mode. I want you to have the ability to explore your curiosity, the things that light you up to create joy, to practice compassion, both for yourself and for others, and to build trust in yourself and others. This is how we have the space and energy to make the changes necessary to ourselves, to our daily habits, our routines, our lives. And this, when we are collectively stepping out of survival mode and taking action to make the choices to navigate the current world in a way that allows us choice, this is how change happens. When we are able to release the arousal energy from the stress and trauma throughout our lives, we're able to release the manifestations of that energy that show up as pain, fear, judgment, shame, hatred, all of these things that cause the cycles to pass on to others, because that's what it does. Hurt people hurt people. And that is not by any means an excuse for any of it. You're probably not responsible for the thing that hurt you, but you are absolutely in this moment and every single moment going forward responsible for your response to it, how you choose to heal and begin to participate in creating the life you want. Or ignore it, shove it down, and pretend it doesn't matter while you ooze hatred, bitterness, and pain out onto others. That is a choice we're all making. And I'm not just talking about major traumas that take more time to resolve and often need professional intervention. Something as simple as somebody cutting you off in traffic in the morning, and they flip you off, so now you're pissed, and you take it out on the next person. We need to stop pretending that we are islands. Everything we do affects each other more than we know. So maybe start exploring some unconditional positive regard. This is something that I am learning and um, it's very new and it's difficult, but it is a choice and it's not what this episode is about. So if you're interested, go visit uh, Inquisitive Human, James Olivia on Instagram or on their website. I'll link those in the show notes to learn more about that because I'm definitely not an expert in that. I am just dipping my toes in there. Um, So back to resilience. I'm not here to promote resilience as a way to stay complacent to the current systems. 
I'm not here to promote resilience as a tool you can use to continue to sacrifice your well-being for the advancement of anything or anyone. I am here to offer resilience as a tool, as a practice, so that we can all have the capacity to build something better, build something sustainable. Because as we can all see around us, what we have going on now is not sustainable. It is not working. And I don't mean that it's broken because it's not broken. It is working as intended. The systems in place, and I'm specifically speaking to the ones I see here in the United States where I live, these systems are intended to disregard your health and well-being. These systems are not here to promote you living your best life. So let's get out of survival mode so that we have the energy, the mental and physical capacity to create something new, something human-centered, something that doesn't ask you to forfeit your well-being, but something that helps you create and sustain it. And I know that this might seem idealistic and even unrealistic, but reality is created. And the majority of us feeling hopeless, like there's nothing we can do to change what currently is, that is intentional. When there's no hope, there's nowhere to go from there. If we're hopeless, we're not making changes. And I hold hope. I choose to hold hope because I have to, because I don't see another choice, but also because I see changes happening all around me. I see healthcare practitioners choosing to step out of the current systems and create something new. I see folks taking mental and physical health into their own hands, which is what it takes because wellness is a state of action. It is about participating in the creation of your brain and body's patterns. You are the one who does that. I see business owners choosing to put the well-being of themselves and their employees as a top priority. I see people fighting for change and it is happening. It's slow and it's not enough, but it is there. And like the pretty little things I look for on my walks, sometimes we have to train our focus to see these things so that we can keep going. I choose to practice the things that I, you know, that promote resilience so that I can be part of the solution so that I have the capacity to continue creating the reality I want to have. It's slow and it's long and it's worth it. I will never give up on creating myself and the life that I want to have and the life that I want to see. And I know by doing that, I am affecting my immediate communities. And that is what we can all be doing in our own way. But it has to start with you. You have to be able to shift from survival mode so that you have the mental and physical space to do that. So here are just a few resilience practices that you can try out for yourself. Number one, create joy to buffer the stress. Studies show that joy is one of the first things that we cut out of our lives because there isn't time. And if you think about how many things you do in your day that are for no other reason than you just enjoy it, play as it will. How often do you do that? I imagine it's not very much. We have to be prioritizing our joy. And this is not a passive occurrence, creating joy is intentional. So create a little piece each day. And this can be as simple as something like looking for those pretty little things on your walk outside. And that's number two, go outside and move your body. It doesn't have to be structured exercise, but movement is what your body needs to complete the stress cycle and burn up some of that energy that your stress response provides. You can also complete the stress stress recycle stress response, stress cycle, and practice seeking a little bit of that stress to practice down regulating with your breathing patterns. 
Number three, practice nervous system. This is number four. Practice nervous system regulation throughout the day. Every couple of hours, set your timer on your phone or your watch or whatever. Check in with your muscles, release the tension that you're holding and slow your breath. And that is enough to signal to your nervous system that in this moment, I am physically safe. I am not in danger. When we're holding tension in our bodies and we're breathing quickly, which is what most of us do throughout the day without paying attention, which is why awareness and intention are key. These signals are going from your body to your brain saying, Hey, there's threat, there's danger. So we just have to check in with those things, with those responses that we can actively participate in throughout the day to reassure our nervous system that, Hey, everything's fine. We're good. And again, self-regulation does not mean ignoring or suppressing the feelings that you have, feeling them, sitting with them, being able to name them. That is also part of completing that arousal energy and being able to release it. So those are five things that you can do to practice building resilience in your days, throughout your days. And my challenge for you this week is to actually practice this and make it as easy as possible. Lower the barrier to entry, celebrate your wins, and then keep going. Pick just one and schedule it into your day every day. It doesn't have to be more than two minutes. You were worth all of that and more. Let me know how it goes. If you have questions, I am always here. You know how to get a hold of me. My information is all in the show notes. Lots of love to you today and always. Thank you for being here. And if you found this episode useful, please share it with a friend that needs to hear it. And I want to say right away, thank you, because I know that you already are. I just got a notification from my podcast host that Brain Body Resilience has 3000 downloads, and that is incredible. Thank you, truly. Again, I know that I am like a broken record with this, but I honestly, your time and attention, especially in the space that we are in, are the most valuable things that you have. And the fact that you give them to me and you show up here and you spend this time with me is just It's an honor and I'm so grateful. So thank you. I am wishing you the most beautiful week. Until next time, I am out of here.